What's up, everybody? Welcome to day 27 of our Fast From Wrong Thinking. Crazy. We are almost four weeks into this thing. Hope you've been enjoying it. Hey, today we're fasting from the thought that says, I feel alone. And so today's episode is going to be a mashup of Gregory Dickow talking about one thing, the presence of God, and how you don't have to do anything to get into God's presence, but he is with you right here, right now. I really hope this encourages you today. Enjoy. No matter what has enslaved you, No matter what has imprisoned you, no matter what has been stripped from you, no matter what you lack in your life, no matter what you've been through, no matter how many sins you've committed, no matter how many mistakes you've made, no matter how far you've fallen, no matter how many bad decisions that you've made in your life, the one thing that makes the distinction that brings true success and true biblical prosperity in your life, one thing and one thing only, it is the presence of God with you. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. Never, ever will you fail when you realize the Lord is with you. And you'll rise. They'll put you down and they'll and you'll rise. They put him in a pit and he rose. They sold him as a slave and he rose. They put him in prison and he rose. Because when the Lord is with you, you will always rise. The Holy Spirit heals loneliness. He heals sadness and he heals powerlessness. Do you know that every one of our problems, every one of our circumstances and situations that happen in life put us in a condition where we either have sadness, loneliness or we have a sense of powerlessness. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is the solution to all three of those things. The Holy Spirit delivers us from sadness by bringing us his joy. He delivers us from powerlessness by bringing us his power. And he delivers us from loneliness by bringing his presence where he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Where else can you go and find that kind of equality, that kind of power, that kind of freedom, that kind of deliverance. You know, they did a survey and found in America, 50 percent of the people in this country actually would say they are lonely. You know why? Because even though we have people in our lives, nobody can unzip you and come and live inside of you. But what the Holy Spirit does is he comes to live inside of you and he's the problem solver. He's the comforter, the teacher, the encourager, the coach, the helper, the parakletos, the power of God, the living and the breathing spirit of the living God. And he comes to live inside of you to equip you and to empower you to live victorious in this life. That, my friends, deals with loneliness forever so that no anybody who leaves you or forsakes you cannot devastate you. Whatever somebody does to you cannot devastate you because you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you and he will make up for and he will compensate for whatever anybody has made you deficient of or whatever anybody has taken from you or whatever anybody has broken in your life, whether it's you doing it to yourself or somebody else doing it to you, the Holy Spirit will restore it. He will fix it. He will fill it. He will comfort it. Think about it. Think about it. Be filled. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not some religious experience he's saying to have one time in your life. When he says be filled with the Holy Spirit, 
he is saying there are holes in your soul. There is emptiness inside of each person. And the Holy Spirit is the filler. He fills every crack. He fills every emptiness. And what we have done is we have expected from people and stopped expecting from God. And we need to start looking to God and not to people. And then we will listen. Then we will see people. Then we will see people through the eyes of giving into their life rather than taking from them and and not putting pressure on them to be something that they're not wired to be for us. The very spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. Like we got to have a God in, we got to be God inside minded. He's in us. He's with us. We don't have to pray long enough for him to come. We don't have to do good enough for him to come. He's already come. He came when you did nothing. Yeah. Came and lived inside of you. You did nothing to get yeah. him to come and live. Yeah. Did you do anything to get him to come and live inside of you? I mean, <laughs> you couldn't even, you could, look, we, we couldn't be holy enough for the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of us. Yeah. That's why he, it's the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of us. The only way we'll ever be holy is by the Holy Spirit, yeah. not by anything we do. Yeah. He's not like, okay, if you give up smoking, I'll come live inside of you because I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm off tobacco for a while. He's not. <laughs> he's in us so when I'm praying in tongues I'm I'm manifesting the power of God in my life when I'm Mm -hmm. when I'm worshiping when I'm thanking him I'm 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 making myself aware Mm -hmm. of God's presence I'm not bringing his presence he's already come I'm making myself aware miracles happen because we have divine fellowship The Lord is with you. Listen, she didn't know what it meant to be with him, but God made it clear to her what it meant for him to be with her. In other words, you might not have it all together. You might not have prayed long enough, but divine fellowship is not about what we do to fellowship with God. It's about the fact that he says the Lord is with you. You might have failed, but the Lord is with you. You might have run, but the Lord is with you. You might have hit the bar before you came to church here, but the Lord is with you. You might have failed last night, but the Lord is with you. You might have you might have been mad at God, but the Lord is with you. You see, divine fellowship has little to do with us and it has everything to do with the fact that he chose to be with us. I didn't deserve it. Neither did you. But he chose to be with us. He chose to be with Mary and he chose to be with me and he chose to be with you. He is the Lord with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Yeah, but what what about when I fail? I'll never leave you or forsake you. What about if I really like cussed God out? The Lord is with you. What about when I don't pray enough? The Lord is with you. Don't fast enough. The Lord is with you. Don't obey enough. The Lord is with you. I don't I'm not holy enough. The Lord is with you. I haven't done enough. The Lord is with you. See. Your awareness. Of God being with you, even though you don't deserve it. It'll make you thankful. It'll make you humble. And it will make you want to obey God. If nothing else, although Jesus death accomplished so much more, but if nothing else, the most important thing that Jesus death accomplished 
was he paid for Adam and Eve's sin so that the very thing that separates all of mankind from God is removed so that there is no longer a separation between God and man. Now, why is this so important? Because every bit of joy that you will ever need comes from the presence of God. Every bit of healing that you ever need, every bit of wisdom that you'll ever need, every bit of comfort that you'll ever need, every bit of satisfaction and completeness and happiness comes from the presence of God and separation from that presence leaves you leaves you spiritually dead, leaves all of mankind spiritually dead. It wasn't even your sin. It was Adam's sin that made us all dead spiritually. And it's Jesus Christ's obedience, death on the cross, resurrection from the dead that makes us the righteousness of God when we accept his substitutionary death to pay for our spiritual death. Are you still with me? And now. Because of Jesus, because no greater love. Has anyone than this, that what a man lay his life down for his friends? No greater love than look at Romans eight thirty seven. Since there's no greater love than a man that lay his life down for his friends in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Verse thirty eight, he says, for I'm persuading your death, nor life, angels, principalities, nor things present, nor things to come. Look at verse thirty nine, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us. You're saying, oh, well, that means separate. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's right. But God is love. The love of God is God. God is the love of God. Nothing shall be because of Christ Jesus, our Lord, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord, Emmanuel, God with us so that you will never have to be separated, never have to be alone ever again. You will never be alone again, never alone again, never alone again and never separated from God. This is the space that I live in. I don't live in this ritual space where I sit, kneel, stand. I don't do the religious rituals. I pray every day, but it's because I'm full of gratitude. I, you know, I worship God because I'm 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 in awe of him. I'm not worshiping him to get into his presence. I'm worshiping him because I'm already in his presence. I'm home. Not I'm not in his presence because I'm a preacher. I'm not in his presence because I've been a Christian over 30 years. I'm in his presence by the blood because the blood of Jesus has been shed. I'm in his presence all the time. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Don't forget to send Gregory Dickow some feedback on these episodes. If there was something that stood out to you, something that spoke to you, uh, hit him up on social Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Gregory Dickow. He'd love to hear from you. And hey, hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. We will catch you tomorrow for day 28. We'll see you then.